just sit here in peace. An audible, deep breath. Not even record anything. The fact that, one, that you're here and can witness it. Yeah. Because last time I was so excited to you show you. You were so excited and now it's finally in progress. It's in progress. Yes. Okay. We're going to get started. You ready? I'm ready. Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing Season 5, Episode 3, The Right Hand of the Father, written by Patrick Massett, directed by David Boyd, and original air date November 10th, 2010. How are you, Liz? I'm doing good. We're doing great because we are live We're tonight. live. We have our Total Betty patrons in the chat. Whoop, whoop. Thank you guys so much for joining. If you're into live podcasts, that is one of our Patreon perks, so check out our Patreon. Yeah. And if not, you can always find us on YouTube later on. Yeah. You can watch us. You can look at our beautiful... Our delicious background, and we're hoping to be clearer this week because we figured out some stuff. So we're really happy tonight. Yes. It's going to be a good luck. Good luck charm. Yes, we are super happy. Okay, so in this episode, Buddy receives troubling news about his son. Vince struggles to adjust to the return of his dad from prison, and Julie bonds with Derek. Vom. So bad. Vom.com. Where would you like to start? Vom City. I'm going to have you choose who you'd like to speak about tonight first. I need to like marinate on the Julie stuff, so maybe not there. Good, because she was last on my okay, list. Great. How about you- How about we start with Tammy? Let's do it. Does that sound good? Okay. Queen. So after last week's rally girl initiation party... There was a video of Maura taken of her being puppet girl. Oy. Essentially, as we saw when they were leaving the party, Jess noticed that she was very, very drunk, almost like blackout status. Would you say blackout status? Yes. Yeah. And Jess was like, watch her. Right. Look what they're doing to her. Like she was like, let's get this in check. But she was also drunk. And Vince was like, let's get out of here. Yeah. And but she did see. Right. And so she's being manipulated like Ugh. a puppet. One of the guys is doing that to her. And this video was posted online and has over 2,000 hits. And so Levi has a conference with Coach and Tammy. And he's like, listen, students' parents are very concerned. Also, the fact that we have Tinker, Vince, and Luke all in this video. Right. They're in the eye line. They're in shot. So it, pretty much Levi's saying the parents are angry at the football team and coaches like, don't go getting rid of, don't go suspending mm-hmm. my players because it's not really their fault. And right. honestly, I don't even know if the guy who was, who doing was it, holding was her up player? was, they don't even mention him. They don't even talk about him being a football player. I feel like if we were to see the person who was holding her up, like on the field, right, it would have made more sense. But maybe it wasn't a football player. It was like the whole school was there. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. are you telling these kids that they can't party? I mean, they're not really supposed to because they're underage. But kids will be kids, and they'll find a way. Right. But I guess, like you know, like these days everyone's everywhere on the internet like you're seeing everything firsthand as it's coming as it's going you know parties with i'm sure with high school kids or whatever yeah how do you escape it right you can't you can't get rid of your face being on camera so right and so coach says he'll take care of his team and then tammy says well the girls should have to go through some sort of uh repercussion from this too so tammy has a speaker come 
and speak about the use of alcohol and the abuse of it. If you take too much, drink too much, get drunk, what have you. But she has this assembly only for the girls. Yeah. And the speaker, bless her heart, wasn't really, you know, she couldn't connect to these girls. They had no interest whatsoever in it. No. And Tammy, I feel like Tammy, if she felt that passionately about it, maybe she should have let it or done some like small group type things, like something where she could watch them pay attention to it. Um, This way it wasn't built for success and then she gets really fired up because the girls do not care at all no they're bored one's brushing their hair the other one's yelling out boring Mora's just laughing that girl's so disrespectful and also throughout this episode we see tammy constantly trying to talk to Mora about how she's carrying herself and handling herself in these situations she brings up the video and she's like Morris says along the lines of, well, if it wasn't posted, no one would ever know about it. Right. Like, who cares about my actions? And then Which Tammy's like, fired up about I this. did. But I, then I realized, like, OK, she's trying to play devil's advocate, reverse psychology. Right. If she tells her one thing, she's hoping it's going to lead her to the right decision. Tammy says to her, well, wouldn't you feel weird knowing that that happened to you, even if it wasn't like on, tel- on television recorded? You know, if there wasn't proof of it then you would just go home and sit with that. Like, doesn't that make you feel some way? And Maura just really, she cannot go deep there. She doesn't care. And then later on, she's making out in the custodial custodial closet that Tammy finds her. And she's like, "How? look at your reputation that you're building for yourself. You're in this closet where brooms are and mops are. And Maura's mm-hmm. just like, so what? And even you, you were like, so what? She wants to have a little fun. Yeah. I. While I like where Tammy's head is at with this whole thing the delivery on some of it I'm like maybe not the best way to to approach it with her she obviously is not resonating to what you're saying there's it's not connecting to her uh so (laughs) it was a little you know it's a little tough it was a little tough yeah yeah and then on the other hand coach deals with his players You know, he's like, we will not have any tolerance for this on our team. He's making them run drills. Then two players, he sees them mocking Mm. the video. So he kicks them off right away. I like I would have liked to see or to know if the other males that go to the school that are not on the football team also got it talking to. Because as we know, it wasn't just them. It was everyone at the party. Everyone from the school who, who doesn't matter who they were, I'm sure there. So the other males that are not on the football team need to hear this just as much as everyone else does. They should have had a collective everyone, sorry, everyone in the auditorium or cafeteria, wherever being talked to like this is not okay. Right. We understand you guys might get in a hold of alcohol at a young age or at a hold of drugs at a young age, but just think about the repercussions of what could happen if you get out of hand. Do you think we're just to assume that they did have an assembly? We were just seeing the girls' point of view and then mm. coaches' point of view with the football players? I I feel like no. I'm not assuming it. It seems as though they don't really But imagine, care. imagine in a public school setting, they are pulling out the girls to attend this type of assembly and then the football players get it and then if you're a guy who's not involved in sports 
then that's it. You're okay. You don't have to go. You don't have to that follow the rules. That doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. They needed like the f- like they needed Corinna to come in here. Oh yeah, they did. You all need to listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. Don't mess around with drugs and alcohol because you will, you know, literally die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this could could be what Wait, happens. You mean Regina or Corinna Williams? No, Corinna Williams. Oh, <laughs> bring her back. <laughs> you okay. know, like, just someone who has that yeah. fire and that yeah, 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 yeah. way to ca- like captivate a room mm-hmm. to listen. I'm sure there are people out there that do these type of seminars. I know I'm like going really far fetched here, but I'm sure there are people that. I mean, when Dare would come in elementary school, right? Like they would talk about drugs, but you know, and not only was it sort of fun, but I felt like I was, it was very educational and you were learning things about, you know, what could potentially happen to people. So while I know it's a little cheesy and a little PG, but someone that can teach them this, which this woman, I'm sure she still could. She just didn't have that like... She was very dry. Go get her kind of approach. She's not a, she doesn't captivate the room. So I think it would have been beneficial if everyone got together and listened to the same speech and was like, this is, could potentially be a problem for someone. Yeah. And Mora, unfortunately, is just, she's laughing about it. And I'm like, are you laughing on the inside though? You're not. You no. cannot be laughing on the inside. You're probably mortified. Yeah, and maybe leaning into it, like yeah, oh, this like is what people think uh, whatever. of me anyway. Yeah, I'm so what? I got drunk. Like this I'm, 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 I'm a good time. Right. I knew what they were doing or not. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad. And so, like I said, coach, he kicked off two of his players, and then he's like, "All right, gentlemen, you're gonna wear suits on game day. You're gonna have to do community outreach." And so we see the team dressed up outside of a supermarket i was assuming yeah, that's what it so. was trying to hand out, right trying to hand out flyers and raise awareness for the team and vince who's just dealing with the fact that his dad is back and he's battling internally what'd you think of ornette played by cress williams do you know cress williams i don't he's great I love but him. i think he you know for this role did really well yeah yeah i didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess this. They couldn't. Uh, I don't know. Would they have made him like so absolutely terrible within like the first episode? I'm sure we're going to have to build if that's where we're going with this. So uh, he's what I expected, I guess. And I didn't realize for some reason I thought that maybe they had separated and then he went to prison. But it seems as though they were together and he just got caught. Either he got caught or he did leave. Mm. And right. Then, and just like kind of did his own stuff and then got arrested. Right. And so now that he's out of prison, he automatically assumed that he's just going to stay with Regina and Vince. And mm. Regina's also open to it as well. Right. That was her husband. Right. Regardless of what happened, I'm sure there's still love there. Yeah. And she's clean. As of right now, and I hope it stays that way. And I know, obviously, it's probably he was a bad influence on her to begin with. Yeah. Um, But he seems to be on the right path. Yeah. And he he keeps trying throughout this episode to connect with Vince, almost act like nothing happened. And Vince is just not having it. Like, you're the one who left. Don't you dare show up to my games. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, when he tries to tell him how to tie a tie. 
I don't know how he could expect anyone to react any differently than that. You know, I haven't seen you in five years. You left us, mm-hmm. you know, ease into it. You, I don't, why would you expect me to just like run into your open arms and give you a hug? Like, it's just not what's yeah. going to happen. I maybe Regina did. And he kind of like felt like things were okay then. Right. But not Vince. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't seem like they had any contact in five years either. No, I don't think so. And Vince is also frustrated from this that he's not really opening to Jess about it either. No, he's not. He's not really opening up at all. He's being very closed off. Yeah, he and walks it's just off. Beating him up. Right. I mean, he's the captain and he walks off from the community outreach and the whole team's looking at him. Even Luke is like, Why are you having everybody leave? Like we didn't hand mm-hmm. out the flyers. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. Tinker's like, I don't want to have to push tires. <laughs> it's so hot. They look so hot. They're in their suits. Oh my god. It must be boiling. So warm. Very warm. Jess, she was receptive to She's so the assembly. Cute. She sell, she tells Tammy that she was listening and that, oh, these girls. But at the same time, I do understand the rally girls. They just want to be a part of a team, which I love that she said that because there is truth to that. Everyone yeah. just wants to be a part of something. Right. And, you know, whether or not then you do things that you might not be feeling as though it's the right move but you do it anyway to stay with the the kids that you want to be a part of right yeah just and then they were talking about you know watching people vomit and you like they pan to jess and jess is like oh shit that was me (laughs) like so she she feels it too but it's funny she she doesn't care about being a part of those type of Mm -mm. groups she's it seems like she's okay with being more on the alone side of things but she just loves football so much that she's like anything that has to do with football. I want to be around and lucky her, her boyfriend is the quarterback. Right. So she's going to be around it regardless. But Tammy was so cute. Like they were just so sweet and she like her dimples. I just want to like bite her cheeks. She's so cute. Yeah. Tammy says, how about being the equipment manager? Is that something you would be interested in? I would have to talk to coach about it. And of course, Jess like lights up. Oh, my God. Be a part of the team. And she's like, I would be the best. The best. And also tell coach that I understand plays. Yeah. She's like, I would be amazing at that job. Like, just so funny and sweet and cute. And like, what's happening with the with the barbecue situation? What do you mean? Like, Ray's barbecue is still there. She talked about it. It does exist. But yes. we, if she's going to be working at school, it means less hours maybe for Ray's barbecue. I don't know how it's going to go down with Aunt Bird. Aunt Bird, right? Thank <laughs> goodness for Aunt Bird. And the little boys. Maybe they can start helping out in the kitchen. Yeah. But Jess, obviously she's not phased by any of the locker talk. And Vince, we can see, is very much honed in on this. Of like, I don't think this is a good idea. Also, Coach is a little hesitant of, I don't think it's a good idea to have one of my players' girlfriends in the locker room with the boys. But we know Jess can handle it. We know she yeah, can hold her I'm own. hoping that she puts these boys in their damn place. Like, don't disrespect me and talk the, that way to me. Yeah. I feel like that would be a really good spin on this episode would have been like we're talking about how you respect women and how obviously they didn't respect the woman Mora in the video. And mm-hmm. then we could have like brought it full circle with the boys saying some shit and then in the locker room just being like, well, let me tell you something mm. and like wake them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. That would have been a good like little after school special episode. Yeah. Obviously, they could have done it in a more tactful way. But, you know, like she's not going to take any shit. And I would like to see her put her foot down there. And she can hold her own. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
uh, before the game comes, we have this scene with Vince and Coach, and Coach calls Vince into his office and is like, you didn't finish handing out the flyers. And Vince tells him, like, my dad just got out of prison. Now he's living with me and my mom. I can't stand him. Yeah. And Coach along lines is like, I'm asking you to strive to be better. We have to, it's all about character. This is why I'm asking you to wear a suit and tie. This is why I'm asking you to hand out the flyers. And Vince just breaks down and he says, I don't know how to be better. My dad never taught me. My dad wasn't there. He left. Yeah. This was such a good scene. It was great. It was so, so good. He acted the shit out of the scene. Both of them did. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I just love Coach saying, I'm not asking you to be better. I'm asking you to strive to be better. Yeah, you know what I, in the I liked about this scene is mm. Crowley comes in, mm-hmm. yeah, and it like breaks the moment, but it doesn't mm-hmm. in Vince's eyes. But I was like, wow, we could have totally not done that at all, where he comes and interrupts, and we would have just had that scene, you know, go straight through. But the fact that they made him come in, it felt so realistic. It did. It felt like we were watching kind of like a documentary. Which it feels like that a lot. Right. I was like, oh, that was like a smart move. Yeah. And plus he probably heard screaming. So he's like, what's happening in here? (laughs) Yeah. And pounding on the table. I mean, on the desk. He heard that. And throwing shit. Yeah. Yeah. But Vince plays a great game. Like an excellent game. Superman. Superman. Where where that came from, we don't know. Guys, have they been calling him Superman the whole time? Yeah. Like, let's sound off in the chat about that. Yeah. (laughs) But he does play a great game. His dad does end up coming, even though Vince told him not to come. And so after the game, when Vince gets home, he has this talk with his dad. And his dad's packing up his stuff. And he's like, I will leave, but I just want to tell you, I went to your game. Like, you were amazing out there. I am proud of you. And you know this was so effective for Vince to hear. And this is all he really wanted was acceptance from his dad, even though he can't let his dad in yet. It was so no, emotional. No, he's not, he's not ready that, there. No, I know. But I I really, this was a very emotional scene. And then he's like, where are you going to go? Like, just kind of making sure he has somewhere to go. Yeah. And then he's like, around. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, around. So I'm sure he's not gone. He's not on the island. Yeah. I would have, it would have been interesting if they just kind of bent up his bags again and then we never see him again. Do you like, think you would have oh, been happy with that? Honestly, I'd, you know what? Selfishly, yes, because then I knew it would lead to less drama with Vince. Okay. But now that I know, I'm, you know, I'm assuming he sticks around. So, hey, maybe it will be beneficial and Vince will patch up some things with him. I don't know. It could lead him also not in the right direction. So, yeah. Okay. We shall see. Okay. So over to Buddy. We have the grand opening of Buddy's Bar and Grill. Yay! Sure. New location, new business venture. Yeah, no more Applebee's. In the beginning, <laughs> we see the Lions are celebrating their win, and Buddy says that with every win, he's going to showcase the winning football in a display case. The Lions are now 3 0. That's awesome. pretty damn good. That is awesome. Uh, Pam gives Buddy a call. Oh, hey, remember Pam? Yeah, remember when Michelle way? told me she was on the island? I don't think I said that. I definitely didn't tell you the kids were on the island, though. Because you, or, or, I, sw- I thought either you asked about Buddy, you didn't ask about Buddy Jr. and Tabitha, and I said, do you want to know? And you said you didn't care. Oh, okay. 
All right. If somebody's is re-listening. Yeah, let us know. I'm sure Mike knows. I'm sure Mike knows or Rihanna. She's catching up. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Anyway, Buddy Jr. is struggling. He's becoming a pothead. Pam can't deal. Please. Yeah. This is so dramatic. Well, (laughs) Buddy complains to Coach about this and Coach shuts him down real quick and says, listen, maybe this isn't about you. This isn't about Pam. Enough with the woe is me. This is about your son. It's time to step up and be a father to your son. Exactly. Yes, coach. So, yeah, buddy, he's so damn selfish. <laughs> she's still bitter for Buddy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, at the end of the episode, Buddy gives Pam a call and says, I've made my decision. Buddy Jr. needs to come home. I am his father. And she's like, thank you. I'm like, wait, I'm... So you want it? Like, she can't deal anymore. Okay, I can't deal so with your son anymore. That's the right thing to do is kick your kid out of the house and go make them live with their dad for however many months. He's going to uproot his life and go to a different high school. I mean, I don't know. Is it? I I don't know. I'm not a parent. But I guess I feel like they need stability. Like, just talk to him. Mm-hmm. I guess Tabitha's doing okay. I guess so. Just Buddy Jr.'s the pothead. I just, when she said he's smoking the marijuana... <laughs> Oh, come <laughs> on. Yeah, it's a little dated. <laughs> Just a little. All right, last but not least, we have to Here talk about we Julie. Go. Here we go. <laughs> Hopefully Warming you've up. marinated by now. Yeah. So Julie gets a C- minus on her paper, and she questions Derek about it. And he tells her that there's so much more inside of you. I know you could do more. And invites her to... The Professor Nevin's weekly salons that he holds. He also was like, oh, right, like freshmen, mm-hmm. you need to learn the ways. Didn't she already get this speech from Austin Nichols' character when she was like writing on the Probably. paper? Like there's more to you. You can dig deeper. Or was I mean, that Tyra? She's in like. That might have been no, Tyra. No, I, I, he, I, he must have said something of the sort to her. It just feels repetitive. It does. It feels like the exact same situation, except, oh, yes. wait. He's married. Shocked. I shouldn't be shocked, but I was very surprised. Yeah. And I was like, you mother F. Okay, she's on sabbatical, but you're still married. Here's the thing. They say when he's having this conversation with another, I guess, Teacher? teacher, she's like, you must be so proud. Your wife has been on sabbatical for six months in Boston. But he tells Julie that they've been having problems for so long, but. She's only been away for six months. I'm not saying she's only been, but mm-hmm. it's right. only, it's six months. It's six months. And who, I mean, who knows what happened before the six months and right. maybe what made her decide to take it. And uh, he's putting so much stake into this. And I feel like and they've Julie? known each other. Yeah. Like for two weeks, if that. Well, it's just so inappropriate because well, yeah. Julie's drinking. First off, where are you allowed to drink at college functions if you're underage? I'm pretty sure no. No. But maybe this is off campus. And he was drinking more. And like he, that's inappropriate too, especially if like you're supposed to be the responsible one. You don't invite a student there and then you get have have a couple of drinks. Right. And so that's not right. Him and Julie go off and he tells her how he has, they are married, but he doesn't even feel married. And he's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm telling you this. And then he says, in another world, if things were different, which I hate that line. Yeah. He says that to her. If things were different. Well, things aren't different. This is your life. You are married. Yeah. And you're walking alone. Like you didn't need to go alone and talk about this. No. 
And then it was he says, so it feels inappropriate. Good to get it out. You're telling me you you have no friends. You have no friends. You have no family. You can talk to about this. Your wife's been gone for six months. You've been keeping this in the whole time. Right. I mean, maybe. Yeah. And then, you know, she says, oh, let me do something that's like random and out of the blue. Well, right. Take chances. Which to bring it back full circle when he told her, oh, you should take chances. Yeah. With your pen. Right. And she's like, not with your lips here. Your lips don't need the chance. Well, you've had plenty of chances with the lips. The chances have been had they've been had and then they not so much kiss but they also have sex and then it's so awkward and she doesn't and she knows that it's awkward so she sneaks out Mm -hmm. in the morning i guess yeah right yeah and like then at school this was so bizarre it almost is like so you good good and like kind of like washed his hands with her like, he, oh, we fucked and that's good. But he approaches her in a public space. And talks about it with her in front of all these people. What? Are you good? Yeah, I really should have known better. I shouldn't have drank that much. Are it's, you it's kidding bad. me? It's so bad. <laughs> this is so, just so wrong on so many levels. And now knowing that he's married and not that you can't be young and get married, right? But it makes him seem even older. I agree. Yeah. What do we need to be involved with this 18-year-old for? You're like, you you know so much about her brain. That's so interesting. Yeah. I can't imagine you know all that much about her for you to completely ruin your marriage. Not only that, it just feels like we had this amazing storyline with Vince and his dad and mm. where we like have tears and yeah. Jess and Tammy trying to make a difference. And then we go to this shit. Yeah, it's This so- repetitive shit and you know what the storyline people say this uh, they were saying in the chat this is why we don't like julie and it's like no this is this is the ta the ta took advantage yes she went along with it but i don't blame her for it no he could have been like no we can't do this he was basically with open arms waiting for it to happen correct and spewing his bullshit of if another life in another life this would be great do not say things like that you don't say things like that if you're married even if you're unhappy if you're a teacher student you don't and you're a teacher student you don't say that it's so bad you know things were different that is like how hurtful to your partner regardless of your status with them yep that you say in another life, we, you know, we totally could be doing something or like just, you know, having sex. It doesn't seem like he's <laughs> he's like into her intellectually. But then that last he made me completely disregard that. And it just and then as the more it progressed and then the next day he's like, I don't know, we were talking about the chat. He was like gaslighting her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. Like, you have n- you have nothing to apologize for. He told you to take chances. You decided to kiss him and he didn't stop you. Right. And then he proceeds to take you back to his apartment, house, whatever, and have sex with you very willingly knowing that you were, this was happening and yep. that he okayed it and that he's married. It's inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Is this and then this is like not the other this is like not the only time this has happened. She cheated on Matt with a Swede. Mm-hmm. Like what do we get? Why? She's so much better than this shit. I know. Why She's can't so we give her something else? I mean, yes, you're supposed to explore in college and all that, but like we could have done this differently. We so we didn't done it have to do it with a TA who is married. Right. We didn't have the right. first week. The first week. The first week. 
We yeah. didn't have to do it. It would have been way more interesting if, you know, she walks in, takes some classes, decides, you know what? I hate this. I'm going to do Habitat for Humanity. And she like completely revamps herself and learns things about herself she never knew. And there's no guys surrounding it. And hey, she meets like a best girlfriend or best guy friend. Yep. And she goes on her merry way and, you know, finds her purpose in life. This was not the purpose. This was just completely lazy, lazy writing. Lazy writing. I agree. Sorry. Again, I said it last week. Like, I love this show. I never talk shit. I'm sorry that I have to complain about this. There's got to be like one thing, right? I'm pretty sure we're all complaining about this. Okay, good. Nobody likes this storyline. I'm sorry. You've been wanting to go on for like the... No, listen, you got to get your rants <laughs> out. I mean, out. that's the end of the summary. That's it, yeah. That's all we have. Uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll go into all of your questions. Hello, my name is Carmen. And I'm Kelsey. And we are Gray's Academy. Academy. And it is a beautiful day to listen to a new podcast. Brand new. And by brand new, I mean literally Grey's Academy is the only podcast in the world that has someone who knows everything about the show and someone who knows absolutely nothing about this show. That's right. I've watched every episode about 256 times and Carmen didn't even know Katherine Heigl was on the show. Katherine Heigl? I love her. Each episode, we talk music, medicine, and Meredith Grey, covering all that doctor drama. Just like ABC, we release our new episodes every Thursday. So add Grey's Academy to your weekly lineup and join us on our spoiler-free journey. Welcome back from break. We're going to go into your questions and comments. Lisa wrote in all of her thoughts. She says, I love this scene with Vince and Coach in the office. So well acted by both Michael and Kyle. Kyle has a sincere intensity in many of his scenes. And I'm so sorry. I hit it with my heel. (laughs) I can't even give you an evil eye. Oh, my God. Michelle was so mad. I've never seen him so mad at me. But it was all fake. (laughs) The scenes just work for me. We were saying throughout this whole episode that Kyle is just doing it for us. Parched. Season five, Coach Mm -hmm. Taylor. Hello. I'm going to be sad to see you go. (laughs) I I said it's because Tim has not been present. So my eyes are on Coach, but he's been humbled a little. Yeah. Just very into Coach this season. Yeah. I, I go, you know, in waves. Yeah. With Coach. Yeah, I know. I know. But these past couple episodes have been real good. Yeah. Mm. They have been. He's like a little tan. Oh, he looks great. He looks great. Thank you, Lisa. Will wants to know, along with almost every single person, what what's is going to happen with Vince's dad? Correct. What's the relationship? That's that's how I just want to let you all know. That's how Liz reads all your questions and comments. <laughs> Not me. I would never read it in that voice. But this is Liz. Do you want to kick the stand again? No, I'm not. I'm just sweating. Um, I'm sweating too. It's so fucking it's hot. It's so hot here tonight. No y'all. AC. Feel alive. And I'm wearing a flannel. What is know, wrong with wrong me? What's wrong with you? But you're wearing shorts. I know. It's like, um, what do I think? And no, I'm not mocking you guys. I just assume that literally everyone, <laughs> everyone was going to ask this question. Did, everyone did. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess he'll stick around. I'm afraid that he's going to get back with what was the other guy's name? The one who knew his dad. The one that shot at him. 
Yeah. Canard. Canard. No. Is that his name? Yeah. Good job. Wow. That was the deep down the memory there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm afraid maybe the dad will stay with him and then they're going to like get team up again and do some shit and Vince is going to be like, you're pathetic. Yeah. I want to be like you or. I want to walk like <laughs> you. Do you see it's true? Do you know what I'm talking about? Jungle Book? Yeah, the Jungle Book. Michelle loves the Jungle Book. Do you know the scene with the monkeys, King Louie? That's that's what that song is. Yeah. Sam sends me this song whenever it pops up. And then she sent me a video of like the little monkey in the Jungle Book going like playing the air instrument. Yeah. She goes, this monkey slaps. This was just last week. And I was like, okay, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> okay, mama. Okay. She's got mommy brain. She does have mommy brain. Um. So anyway, <laughs> I think he will see his dad i i think he's gonna realize it's best for him and his mom for his dad not to be in their lives yeah i think not that he can't make a change but i don't think he has changed Hmm. he's out of prison i don't that doesn't mean that you change your entire way of life how long do you think he'll be with us like, how long is this storyline going? It's episode three. Wow. Um, I don't know, maybe two or three more to the halfway mark. And then I think we'll focus on some other stuff for Vince. I'm hopeful to see more, you know, college stuff happen with him. And maybe he'll get recruited or something like that and get scholarship, What, whatever. Um, and just be better. Not okay. be the best, but be better, as the coach strive. has said. Yeah, strive to be trying. better. It's you just have to trying. try. And he and he did say, and his dad said to him, like, you're better than I ever was. Yeah. And I think Vince is like, oh, better. Like, I am doing better. Right. So I hope he just keeps that mentality and doesn't let his dad's shit tear him down. And, you know, like I said, the dad will maybe realize like I'm going to go or, you know, maybe he'll turn his life around and decide he's going to go work in like a soup kitchen or something, you know, like, or go or <laughs> work in like dreams. an AA, you know, just something to like help people. Yeah. I gotcha. But not be around. But Vince will be like, I'm proud that you turned your life around. Dad. Thanks. Right. You're in a good example. Right. Okay. Will also wants to know what would your touchdown dance be? The gritty gritty yeah randy and i came out to the gritty um in our at our wedding so that would be fun didn't you come out to is that what the gritty is yeah it's a just a dance move oh i didn't notice that oh <laughs> can you do it um not right now oh. i can't I have to take all the equipment off what oh but you can't like do a little movement for me i mean like the arm it's like the feet are like heels out and you're just like Oh yeah. Okay. I think mine. It's just like a little swag. Would just be like, baby roll, baby roll, <laughs> baby roll. I love the baby roll, and I keep hitting my. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take it out. It's fine. Uh, We're good. We're good. All right. Mike wants to know why was there alcohol at the party Julie was invited to? If mm-hmm. students were there, then there shouldn't have been alcohol, or someone should have been checking IDs. I think it's because someone's house. It was a very random, like nobody really explained what this party was. Well, it was a salon. So they're obviously discussing history, 
we see those two. Is that what that is? Like what a salon is? Well, no, it's be, who had a salon in Gossip Girl. They had yeah, them. they did getting together, discussing topics. Yeah, but but those two students. Intellectual was the word I was looking for. I was going to call it architectural. No, it's intellectual. Hey, there could be architectural. But there could be. You're just ha- your intellects and you're talking about things. And like yeah. Julie was like, "This is so lame." Hearing the people talk about whatever they were talking about. Yeah. And so she wanted to find some drama, and she did. She had a healthy pour <laughs> of wine. Yes, she did. Mike also says, "Was there a video or something similar that went around at your high school?" When I was in grade 11, I remember hearing that at the after prom weekend, only in grade 12 do we have prom. We don't have a junior or senior prom. And for after prom, the tradition is renting cottages for the weekend and partying. This guy had sex with a girl purposely in front of a glass patio door, so everyone saw everything. It, of course, went around at school, and come Monday morning, everybody was talking about it. I remember hearing someone flip out at someone else saying, Talking about it and saying something along the lines, how do you think she feels? Everyone talking about her for something that should be private. Mm. No one really talked about it or mocked the guy. Unfortunately, it was the girl who got all the comments. Always. About her. Always. I'm sure mm. things like this happened. I can't recall. Da- I, re- I wouldn't say, not that we were in high school in the Stone Age, but like there was not as many right. th- outlets as you know to witness things unless you were in person and it was word of mouth there was for sure a shit ton of gossip and people playing telephone about things it definitely had a lot of stories like come back to me really you know yeah i mean they weren't about me but like about Mm. people Mm -hmm. and like their sexcapades or like i remember like a time they talked and like we were young and they talked about like the first time this girl gave this guy his her boyfriend a blowjob. Yeah. And like everyone talked about it. And I'm like, who the fuck started this rumor, first of all? Yeah. Who the hell knows if it's even accurate? Yeah. Like I remember that vividly and I remember being like twelve or thirteen and being like, What is a blowjob? <laughs> well, I remember being in eighth grade and still after school I would go home and play dolls with you and yeah. Sam because you guys were sixth grade. Right. So what? 12. 12. And in eighth grade, like my best friend, she like jerked some guy off at the movies. And I was like, ew. You're like, what is a penis? No, I knew what a penis was, but ew, don't touch it. But ew, don't touch it. In they the touch movies, it. Ew. In the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but nothing of video. And and like you said, like we grew up in a different time. I graduated in 2005. There was We MySpace. were barely having phones. We barely had phones. We had MySpace. You had your top eight. Mm-hmm. but really there was, was nothing it. circling unless you had to download off LimeWire or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I can't even imagine what the kids have to go through now. I know. And just watching shows that have these technology, like these teen dramas, like Ginny and Georgia or whatever I'm watching. I'm like, Oh my God, these kids like really are fucked mm-hmm. because they don't know anything else right. other than that. So right. The instant gratification of being able to see this video and watch it a hundred times over and it being ruining someone's life like this could very well ruin Mora's life. And as Tammy said, like you think colleges are going to want to, you know, yeah, talk about you or, you know, pe- other people's parents are going to talk about you. Just like we should have seen Mora's parents. Yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that we go a little bit further into this girl. Mm. Oh, God guess maybe not um because it seems as though she's troubled and she needs some help 
Tammy should help her as well as Epic. We hope. We hope. (laughs) Do you think Julie regrets sleeping with her TA? When I was in university, there was this TA who slept with his students in exchange for their vote for him to win the yearly TA award. Mike, between this and your high school story, you sound like you're living in a teen drama. Yes, you really do have a teen drama. I think right now she regrets it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Probably not um, feeling her best. No. I mean, maybe like 10 years down the line, she'd be like, well, that was fun. And, you know, forgive herself for it. But right. no, not right now. No. Did you know anyone that had relationships with their professors or like TAs or anything? Nope. A girl so I was friends boring. with in high school like had a full out relationship with her professor. I'll tell you off mic. <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> Oh, wait. I actually feel like I can guess this person. I'm sure you could. I'm going to guess it and I will share with you, you. Report back. Yeah. But I remember being like, well, number one, okay, that makes sense. Number two, like how mm-hmm. <laughs> and why? And because you could. Well, she was in college. Yeah, because you could. Professor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this question is for Liz, for you, uh, for when you were doing dance would you have been okay with your boyfriend being the dance version of equipment manager I don't know if that's a thing (laughs) well there was a time in my life that I also dated a dancer and so we would get to see each other this is like eighth grade um so we would get to see each other at dance and it was fun because we had like some of the same classes but not that many because we were like on different levels and uh it was fun to like see him on like a Saturday class but it was fun to see him on a Saturday class. (laughs) But I'm trying to think about like, if I'm going to put myself in, I think it would be fun. I don't know. Yeah. It would be fun. Like on kick line, he'd like come in and like, I don't know, pick up our pom poms or some shit. I'd be like, this is funny. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Thank you, Mike. Jacqueline says, I love Jess's enthusiasm about being equipment manager. Did you all ever have any school jobs in high school? I worked in the library one semester and loved it. Oh, did you work at the school shop? No. Someone worked in the school store. Sam? Sam, maybe? No, I didn't do any of those things. It seems like a very Sam thing to do, to work in the school store. Yeah, I didn't know. No, I never worked just like was in club you know yeah. stage crew i was in yearbook for a hot second mm, i was too like for like up to guitar half a club, semester sub boys <laughs> i don't play guitar but you guys are cute okay kind of yeah yeah no elizabeth says what do you think about buddies do you think the food is better than applebee's <laughs> i would hope so <laughs> nothing against applebee's but you know they're a chain of restaurants so the quality of food i'm sure is not the greatest i haven't been in an applebee's in quite some time and when you did it was you know late night appetizers or Half drinks off. or whatever yeah yeah so i would hope the food would be better what was your applebee's order do you remember um during like dance season i would always get the asian chicken salad because that was the best i like little mandarin oranges in it and like the wontons um but at night it would be like the spinach and choke dip I oh, always got the spinach and up. I always got the apple sangria mm-hmm. and chips and salsa. Delish. So good. Did you ever have a teacher or professor host regular parties at their house? The dean of the College of Business hosted a big party for the rival football game that was 30 minutes away. After the party at the dean's house, they dropped us off at an alumni tailgate where we drank before going into the game 
and ended up in the stands highly intoxicated with the president of the university. That's really fun. That sounds so fun. And no. No. <laughs> no. Wow, we're so boring. We're so boring. We didn't have any fun in college experiences. No. Uh, she also asked, is Julie and the TA the worst power age difference relationship in all of the Total Betty shows? Okay, y'all, tiny, tiny OC spoiler and Pretty Little Liars relationship, which happens in the first episode, so you're good if you know past that. In my opinion, the Arya and Ezra is worse. By far. Uh, Julie and Luke, not great. Really bad. Not good. Really, really. Not good. No. Um, Like gap in age. Yeah, they're by far the worst. Luke and Julie. Yeah. But Ezra and Arya, th- there's ma- like way more high stakes with Ezra and Arya. Thank you, Elizabeth. Vic wants to know, have you ever had those safety type meetings at your school like the one Tammy had that the teachers were doing? I don't remember like in high school though. No. But they should have. They absolutely should have. Yeah, well, like, okay. To be honest, would they have even done anything? No, we had. We used to have that guy come, that retired cop, and he would mm-hmm. talk about. Yes, and he would always driving would, drunk. He would talk about, and he'd have that. He was good, actually. He was a very good. He was speaker. like Popo Five O. He always yeah. had that like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. slogan at the end. He was engaging. He was very engaging. And we had him so many times throughout our school career that, you know, you you knew what to expect from it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also think it happened, you know, the parents and adults around these children make a huge difference. Yeah. While a seminar is great, um, I feel like maybe they should have talked to the parents, like got all the parents together, like. There's a problem, obviously. Let's figure out how to attack it all together. Right. (laughs) What do I know? Remember that? I don't have kids. Do you remember you used to type out that, like, shrug guy? Yes. That's us. That's me all the time. Same. I don't know. And still that emoji. I use that emoji all the time. Yeah. Too good. Rihanna, she is catching up on the pod. She's listening to our episode. She's watching Friday Night Lights. So welcome. We're so glad you are here. She wants to know, will Tammy be able to help Mora? I hope so. I hope we get to the root cause. Like I said before, I mean, she she could be on the island or not, but. She's not. I have a feeling that Tammy is going to take an interest in her and Epic, as I said before. I'm sure maybe there'll be like another person in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see Tammy just like stand up for the women. And remember in the beginning you were like, mention this because I was pissed when Tammy had seen what happened to Mora and she's like, Oh goodness, that happened. I'm like, Oh, well, Texas will be Texas, right? Boys will be boys. That's Texas football. Texas football. Like she's like, Oh God, you let's talk about it. You know, instead of having the assembly on what happens when you get drunk, maybe we can, just change the narrative of rally girls. Right. <laughs> Let's look about what a rally girl represents. Yeah. Respect. Respect. Respect and um, pride for their team. Yeah. But you don't need to give someone your underpants. Correct. To get that. Correct. Thank you, everyone, 
for sending your questions and comments. We appreciate you. Let's go into our other segments. What was your favorite quote? Um, they threw in the flag for excessive celebration. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I'm like, that was the cutest thing I've ever heard. I want a, I want a flag thrown at me when I'm just like dancing too much, you know? <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> I was like, wait, what the flag? And then they said excessive <laughs> celebration. I'm like, that's hysterical. I had, I didn't say you had to be better. I said, strive to be better. Mm-hmm. The character is in the trying Coach Taylor. Yes. So good. Coach's Corner. What was your favorite moment? It was really hard to pick any of Coach's moments, I but know. I think I've picked every one of Coach's moments. I had Coach with Buddy, and then I had Coach with his lessons with Vince, and then Coach was just like with all of the boys trying to teach them to be better. I agree. Men. I agree. I loved every single moment. I really loved Coach talking to buddy but i think i have to give it to coach with vince Mm -hmm. yeah in that moment more meaningful mvp and shittiest do you have your mvp i do all right you ready Mm -hmm. three Three, two two, one coach Coach. yes for multiple reasons and not because we're thinking he's a hottie patati (laughs) cutie patootie hottie patati oh yes we had votes obviously for coach we had votes also for buddy tammy and vince Nice, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm such a. He's hater. making an effort. I'm such a He's making an effort. Yes, I'm just. I want to know how everyone feels for next week. Obviously, let me know if you feel this is the best decision for Buddy Junior. I don't know if it is, but you guys let me know. Well, I guess we will see. Yeah, shittiest. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one, Darren. Darren. I called him Darren. Darren. I was like, Derek. is this uh, Derek. Bewitched? Darren. Uh, yeah. His name is. That was across the board. We also had Vince's parents from Will. Yeah. He says, I think both of them in different ways are putting him in a very difficult situation. Mm-hmm. Even if they want to be a family again and are making strides, they need to do some planning, have a slower transition. Yeah. Agreed. Thank you, Will. Let's go into a booster of the week. Who's our lion booster? <laughs> Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Ooh, that was a good one. Our booster. I think is she in the chat? Elizabeth's in the chat, right? Yes, she is. Elizabeth's a brand new patron. Woo! She's been with Betty's. Betty's. She's been with Total Betty for a while. Yeah. Um, catching up on the podcast, sending the emojis. We really appreciate her. And now she's a pledge. And special, she's going to be on next week. She won the raffle for a patron guest spot. So we're going to actually get to talk to her next week and meet her via Zoom. I'm so excited. Me too. Yeah. This is so fun. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you. All right. For emoji for this episode, Liz actually chose this one because before we got on, full disclosure, I was like, I'm not going to do this ping pong game of, hey, what do you want the emoji to be? I don't know. What do you want it to be? Yeah. A Superman. Superman. We're yeah. just a superhero. Right. If you type it in, there's a bunch that come up. I just thought it was so funny that they're calling him Vince <laughs> Superman Howard. I'm like, well, since when? But I like it. Super who? Does anyone else have nicknames besides Smash? Mm, yes. Yes, 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 yes. What did, what did Billy... Billy called Matt something. Really? Yeah, like... I'm drawing a blank because I remember nothing. Because I'm like, Jason didn't have a nickname. They just um, they called him Street. 
seven seven well saracen was seven yeah tim's 33 33 fours fours is that makes me laugh so hard i was just we're on a walk (laughs) was it this morning or yesterday and it just came to my head and i was like randy i know you're not caught up yet but there's this character luke and his number's 44 and they call him fours (laughs) i'm like isn't that funny he's like i guess like it's so funny funny. i'm like tim's just like fours it's just funny yeah it is funny i'm trying to think if any of the other ones i don't think so you'll have to if anyone knows matt's nickname yeah what did what did billy call matt i'm drawing a blank but you can send us that superhero superman emoji we want to know that you've gotten this far so we give you this prompt you can stick an apple podcast review if you're enjoying the podcast rate us five stars leave us a review drop that emoji Mike wrote us a really cute subject line using last week's emoji with the pigs now. In fact, he sent like all three pig variations. Oh, so nice. good job, Mike. You get a gold star. Uh, but you can send the emoji over on Instagram DMs. Send us an email with them. We just want to know you're listening. I mean, this is fun, right? I, I wish like, someone would give me a prompt when I listen to a podcast because sometimes I don't know what to write. Like I have all yeah. the good intentions to leave you a review. I'm like, what do I write? Besides, I like you. And here's the emoji. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> this is like, shut up, Michelle. Never. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you the title for next week. I'm ready. All right. Season five, episode four. Keep looking. Okay. And the quote is, you can't make anything work for you, can you, Buddy Jr.? All right, obviously Buddy Jr. is here. <laughs> okay. The same actor. I believe so, yeah. I, I'm but blanking on what he looks like, to be honest. So I looked this up so long ago. You, you do you, and I'll, yeah. I'll look up. Um. All right. So I guess he'll be giving Buddy a run for his money. Maybe he'll ask some more advice from Coach. You know about children, how to raise them. <laughs> um, being that he doesn't really know how to do that. I would love to hear. Like, let's talk about Lila for a second. Can we mention her? We have yet to. We have yet to mention Mr. Landry Clark. Makes me a little nervous. Mm-hmm. I plead the fifth. Okay. Um, not that I expected to see him like all the time, but I'm afraid we may be never going to see him. Anyway, God, yeah, keep making your predictions. I really, I, I don't know what else to say about Bunny Jr. QB1. Seven, Cobra, Mayday. Cobra. Cobra. I don't Cobra. remember that. I thank don't remember you. That. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I honestly don't know what else to say about Buddy Jr., but I'll go on to... Vince I made, and his dad. I made predictions about Vince and his dad. I think he will visit him and see like what, what he's doing. Maybe he'll talk about his situation with Kennard. Okay. I know we're going back to that because uh, Vince is like having he's doing really well so i'm sure we're gonna like shoot him down i hope not actually quite literally shoot him down oh my god what do you think is gonna happen with julie and derek do you think this is over or do you think this will continue you know what i want to say this is probably over having sex with each other probably over but like having a little bit of an issue with him not i think he's going to use his superiority and his power and you know try and weasel his way into maybe I, I don't know feeling like he can like teach her in some way but mm. also like 
know that there's history there. I don't know. He seemed is he sleazy enough that he's like, you know, have sex with someone else too. I don't know. I feel like it might go that way. Maybe not. Maybe I doubt he's gonna be like, I love my wife. Please. It's never going to happen. Maybe she'll come back. I don't know. But yeah, it's not over with him, but I don't know if they're going to like hook up again. Right. Because it didn't seem like Julie felt all that great about it. Right. Okay. Good predictions. We shall see what happens. I'll try. (laughs) All right. Last but not least, we do have Will's football poetry corner. Hurdle. When a player hurdles a defender, he jumps over them and runs towards the end zone in a spectacular fashion. Vince hurdled many opposing football players and life obstacles in this episode, while Jess jumped from being a football player's girlfriend to being the equipment manager. Meanwhile, Julie jumped the bones of her TA (laughs) with the line, You know what you said about taking chances? That shit was straight from a horrible Lifetime movie. Absolutely. Yes, Will! Yeah, it was terrible. Look at the emojis he used. <laughs> Will, Will supplied yeah. some uh, awkward emojis, upside down si- smiley face emoji. Mm-hmm. What a what a trip. What a trip. But we're already done with like almost half of this franchise. And I know I don't know why I always have to like rush the time, but it's just so crazy. I know. And how quick it's really going. I know. And we're in July and it's summer. Craziness. It's nine o'clock at night. Nine o'clock on at a night. Thursday. <laughs> Michelle's like, shut up, we're going. <laughs> but thank you to everyone who has stayed with us until nine oh six PM. Everyone in the live chat. Thank you, patrons. You are quite literally the best out there. We, we love, love you so you. much. <laughs> oh, and it's time to go because the cats are meowing. They're like, I'm hungry, bitches. Let's go. And uh, until next week. Yeah, please come back. Elizabeth will be joining us, our new Betty patron, and we'll be discussing episode four. Keep looking. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at totalbettypodcast.org. This has been a Total Betty podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.